The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, we've been talking about the iconic photo, that photo that stays with you, that maybe haunts your brain a little bit. Maybe it brings goosebumps to your arms. Maybe it brings a tear to your eye or a big smile to your face. Um, it's amazing how photos can can do that. You can see so much. You can feel so much from something that is still. But uh, it comes off this conversation that we had with the photographer that shot Tank Man, Brad. And you, when we were kind of looking to, you know what we we're going to do for the show today you said oh, let me find this guy yeah it was uh it was incredible and there i reached out to a couple of the other photographers but uh didn't hear back and yeah. then but just to hear jeff's firsthand account of that day and the days leading up it's not like he was just resting in his hotel room no, that morning no. and woke up and figured oh i'm gonna take a couple of shots at tiananmen square and and move on with my no. life no. I mean, unbelievable. And, and, well, you know, I was listening to Ryan uh, on Jespo's show this morning, was talking with a former, he was a CTV journalist, Jim Munson, who was there during all of this as well, now a senator, but talking about the same sort of kind of crazy story and the violence and what he saw and getting detained and getting roughed up and all of this. Check out Jespo's uh, podcast uh, for that. But, you know, I, I suspect that Jeff could have gone on and told a whole lot more stories than what he did. And he said, you know what, he got out of there as soon as as soon as he could because he just he, he he thought he was going to die. And like he said, he's this guy has traveled to war zones around the world. I mean, this guy uh, is uh, is a pro. He is uh, he's very good at what he does. He's like, no, I want out of here. Well, and he says, I want to get out of here and I'll wait a week. Yeah. But he told that story of a, a colleague of so his who was like, out. screw this. Yeah. I'm going to the airport and I'm going home. I'm done. Yeah. So if you want to get weigh in on the conversation, you can do so at 630-630. You can give us a shout as well at 4960063. That iconic photo. And Time Magazine has a really great website. It is just uh, 100 photographs. 100photographs.time.com. And I'll tell you, a lot of these ones that are coming in um, are on this list uh john kennedy jr saluting his father's coffin oh yeah how powerful oh, yeah. remember that one absolutely um and of course um kennedy being shot and i think it's frame number 41 in that whole thing they've labeled it and it's actually you can see everything yeah um Daryl says for him, it's a photo of my grandson with his mom and dad 10 minutes after he was born. Okay, I got it. Dan, I can see that one be uh, really special to you too. From Greg, mankind's footprint on the surface of the moon from Apollo 11, June 19th, 1969. Yeah, that's a big one. I remember my dad told me a story about that when he was a kid, how everybody sort of rushed to the community um, television stores where they were mm. selling them to watch it. And it was just unbelievable. You yeah. know, kids and parents just cramming outside of a window and watching that moment happen. And it's amazing, though, isn't it? Because um, I wasn't born in 69. You weren't born in 69. But we know that photo. As soon as you say it, boom, it is right there. Um, how about this one? Uh, not world-renowned, but the pick of Messier and Lowe holding up the fifth Stanley Cup. We did it without Wayne. It was happy, but a sad moment as well. Yeah, that's, that's a big moment. And I, they did do it without, uh, without Wayne and a lot of others.
Uh, Bill says, uh, memorable photos. My dad was a photographer in the U.S. Navy during World War II. He was at the signing of the Japanese surrender to the U.S. on the battleship USS Missouri. He was one of the designated photographers to record the signing. Dad passed away almost 10 years ago, but I have many of the photos of this event at home. Not much more significant than that. No kidding. Wow, that is unreal. And a number of you, yeah, talking about Napalm Girl in Vietnam. And this is the one that we were talking about earlier. Earlier. Do you remember this one from 1972? Oh, yeah. 1972, oh, yeah. a nine-year-old fan, Thi Kim uh, uh, Phuc, I, I don't, Phuc, um, was hit by napalm, so it was accidentally dropped, and the photographer was just right there. It was just Vietnam War, but how powerful that was, and the photographer saying afterwards that, you know, this young girl, um, you know, was cover had some you know obviously massive burns on her body 30 40 percent of her body and um he was pouring water on her and she kept saying it's too hot too hot too hot but that photo also then uh, spurred a conversa- conversation in newsrooms about nudity in photos right i mean right. the 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 this photo is so powerful due to the fact of what it is, right? Um, you know, if you're going to start blurring things out. But yeah, that started a whole uh, conversation. Imagine that, 1972, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, November 1963, the Secret Service agent climbing over the trunk of JFK's limo in Dallas. Yeah, we just touched on that one. Um, Castle Downs Dan, yeah, my picture, the cover of McLean's magazine from the Oka Crisis, Warrior versus Soldier. What a powerful photo that was. I was just in the business, just started. I was actually... Uh, working between my first and second year of college when Oka happened in the newsroom in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And it was it was watching that unfold. But yes, Secretariat winning the Belmont Stakes by 31 lengths. I can recall that one. I mean, obviously, that's one that, again, I wasn't yeah. born yet, but it, as soon as you bring it up, I can p- immediately picture it in my head. And how about this one? Um... Bobby Orr, of course, because we've been talking about this a lot lately. Bobby Orr flying through the air after scoring the game-winning goal in the 1970 Stanley Cup. Iconic. That's probably the most iconic shot in hockey history. Yeah, and again, another one about the vulture going and uh, the vulture and the and the baby. Yeah, which I was telling you about. It was shot by um, Kevin Carter. No, not Kevin Carter. Yeah, it was Kevin Carter in 1993, that picture taken in Sudan. Um, and if you read about that story, go to the website and read about it. That 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 story is one of the ones that just breaks my heart, eh? This, this photo. Yeah, that's... Uh, it's terrific. That little boy made it to the feeding station. That vulture, the photographer said he waited there 20 minutes waiting and trying to distract the vulture and the little boy finally got there but they were under um, uh, orders not to disrupt not to get too involved that sort of thing so that also started another conversation about getting involved and what to do and he said the they also wondered always about what happened to him like we've always wondered about tank man um, the little boy made it to the to the feeding station um, lived but died at the age of 14 from malaria from malaria that that's an incredible story. I didn't know the background to that, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. And again, so if you're wondering about the background from a lot of these stories, because we've seen them, we don't know about it, right? Uh, this this website, this 100 photo, uh, photos, just Google 100 best photos of Time Magazine. You can check it out. Um, 
Oh, yes, my gosh. The photo of the Vietnamese officer shooting the guy in the head. Uh, media played it as the brutality of South uh, U.S. forces. Truth was, who was the leader of a North Gorilla group who had killed a bunch of civilians prior, prior to that photo being taken. My parents had um, this book and some with, with some of these iconic photos in there, and that photo to me is is haunting. It is so raw and brutal. Uh, but again, when you read a little bit more into it, um, the Pakistani woman's piercing stare on the cover of National Ge- Geographic. Remember that? <coughs> In the 1980s, she had those blue-green eyes that almost... Yes. Remember yes, that? Yes, and just yes. how stunning that photograph yes. was? Uh, the image of the Twin Towers collapsing. Yeah, that that has to be one for, for everyone. I mean, I, I was 13... Into when that happened on 9/11, and that whole day, I can Ugh. I can almost walk through what I did that entire day, and that's 17 years ago yeah, yeah. for me, right? Yeah. Like I, it, it's crazy. This one again. What about Alan Curdy? Yeah, we mentioned that one. It's come up a couple of times. Of the little Syrian boy on the on the beach, that is on this list as well. Uh, Lawrence Decor wiping a tear after the 1987 tornado. Now I wasn't here uh, in the tornado uh, for the for the tornado, but um, have covered it in in years past. Um, and the leadership, from what I understand, that Lawrence Decor provided to the community uh, in the days that followed that uh, that ho- that horrific natural disaster uh, was just um, top notch. Yeah, and I again, I wasn't here either. But uh, by all accounts, over the years that I have been here, every time we we come around to the anniversary, you hear of those those stories about uh, what happened in the days following. Yeah, how about this one? And again, my text line's blowing up here at three forty eight. We'll get to as many as uh, we can here. Good afternoon. The picture that haunts me is the one of the Palestinian father and I believe his daughter cowering in a doorway for cover, while a gun battle raged on uh, between uh, the two different forces. The second picture showed them slumped over dead. It brings tears to my eyes to this very day. Mm. And this one is on the uh, 100th list as well, and I saw it earlier today. And again, when you sit down to go through this list of photos, it's a, it's a crazy range of emotions because some of them are bringing out the best in humans and the others are bringing out the absolute worst in humans. And this one is one of them. It's uh, Peter from Wainwright saying, my iconic picture is from the Yugoslav war. There's three soldiers standing on the sidewalk and three civilians laying on the ground. Two soldiers are looking towards the, ro- uh, the road and one is kicking one of the civilians on the ground. The first one that, that stuck to me as mm. a kid, and it, it, these aren't horrible moments. You yeah. know how, how I adore sports mm-hmm. and I'm a, a big fan of, of the Olympics and, and yeah. get very passionate. It was when I was eight and it was the look on Donovan Bailey's face oh, when he crossed the finish line <laughs> and won the yeah. gold medal in the 100 meter race. Just that massive smile. Yeah. Uh, he, he showed you that he couldn't believe he did it. His eyes were wide like mm-hmm. it was something that he had dreamed of since he was a little kid, and he pulled it and off. And he did it. Yeah, all of these are all little dots in our in our collective psyche, right? It's all these little things, and depending on where you are on the age scale, I mean, it's, you know, it's... You know, it slides a little bit, whether they're they're black and white photos or they're sepia photos or they're color photos or maybe the photos were taken on your iPhone. But it, it they all tell this incredible story uh, about who we are and where we've come from. And uh, we'll, we'll take a break here and we'll continue the conversation after this. But again, that website, if you're looking, it is 100 photos. So the number 100photos.time.com. 
So earlier you guys had texted in about that uh, Pakistani, you thought it was a Pakistani woman's piercing stare on the cover of National Geographic in the 80s. It was actually an Afghanistan woman. And this was the photo here. Um, it was it was called Afghan Girl. It was a 1984 portrait um, by a journalist by the name of Stephen McCurry. Appeared on the June 1985 cover of National Geographic. She had this these green, green, green eyes and this red headscarf on, looking into the camera. Um, the identity of of the girl wasn't known, but in early 2002, she was identified as Sharbat Gula, uh, an Afghan child who was li- living in a refugee camp in Pakistan um, during the time of the Soviet occupation of Af- Afghanistan. But yeah, so that uh, that was it on on that one. Um, again, the. <laughs> the uh, the uh, J- uh, J- uh, John Kennedy Jr. saluting his dad's casket. Someone else talking about um, Prince William and Prince Harry walking behind Princess Diana's casket at the funeral. Yes, yes, I remember. I remember that. I, and I was just a young kid, but that still sticks with me for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Tibetan monk setting himself on fire, and that's in in this list as well. And again, it, they're just so powerful, powerful. It's called the Burning Monk. Um, that one was shot in 1963 by a photographer by the name of Malcolm Brown, uh, all around Vietnam, 1963. And there was concern over the treatment of Buddhists. And Thik Quan Duc emoliated, emoliated himself, set himself on fire. There's a documentary by Ken Burns on Netflix that uh, they actually have video footage of that, and it's included. And you can see him just walking in to this circle, and yeah. people are just going about their day and then the inevitable this happens. It, it was unbelievable. Uh, you remember this one uh, not, from not too long ago. Remember uh, the guy covering the girl during the Vancouver, the Stanley Cup riot? They were yeah. kissing on the ground. Yes, absolutely. And you talk about kissing and that, that great one from uh, the <laughs> VE Day, I think, as well, the, the iconic one of the, the sailor and the nurse kissing. Oh, yes. In, oh, in yes. New York, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so many. I mean, some others for me, one of them would be um, Jose Bautista. Mm. The, the bat flip uh, when he when he hit that home run back yeah. in 2015, yeah. and yeah. for me it's because everything that led up to, to that. that, and then what happened after that, mm. and it, I remember again, I just remember that entire afternoon where I was, what I did, and yeah, just a, an unbelievable picture. Uh, the Earth rising from a pull uh, from a pull, Apollo 8, and this one again, yeah, lighter note, the photo of the Earth from the Moon, that big blue marble. We were just looking at that picture. It was it was uh, it was it's fantastic. But uh, I have a cool picture of my father-in-law meeting the Queen in Barbados as a senator a few years back. Yeah. Oh, thank tons. you for sharing. Yeah, there is tons, and again, it's a really cool uh, website. The top ten, the top ten as we go to break here. Um, the Terror of War, which was um, the Napalm Girl. We've talked about that. The Burning Monk, the one that we had just we had talked about that. The Starving Child and the Vulture. We've mentioned that one. Lunch Top Atop uh, a Skyscraper from 1932. Those workers sitting just on that big... I can't look at that yeah. picture because of my fear of heights. I honestly look at that picture and, go, and I, uh, imme- I immediately tense up. In fifth spot is Tank Man, who we talked to uh, earlier. Number six, Falling Man. And you remember that photo from 9-11? Oh, yeah. The guy made the choice to jump out, head down, all the way down. Just such a... Ugh. Um, Alan Curtin, Curdy, the the little boy, the Syrian boy. Earthrise, the one that we were just talking about. The mushroom in ninth is Mushroom Cloud over Nagasaki. And in tenth spot was 
the kiss, that kiss we were just talking about uh, when the war was over. So again, if you want to check it out, lots of great uh, sites out there. Uh, the 4 o'clock news is up next.